Do you sometimes struggle to disconnect from work and you feel like work just never ends? And you take the doubts, you take the problems into your home? In this video, I'm going to break down seven key tips to disconnect from work at home so you can enjoy the time with your family, so you can take care of yourself, take care of your energy, so the next day you're on your A-game. So the first thing that you need to know is you need to set the boundaries. You need to determine when does work start and when does it end. If you're like me, work could just go on forever. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur and I have so many things to do. I could use more time in the day, but it's not there. I have to set clear boundaries so when I know, okay, this is when it starts and this is when it stops. And it stops definitely. I won't go over. So for me, I've decided I start at 8 a.m. And I finish at 3.30 p.m. And that's my time. At 3.30 p.m., I'm out. I'm not working anymore. So that should be definitive. It should be something that you stick to. That is super vitally important. Most people do not have any boundaries. For them, it's okay to work overtime. But if you work longer, of course, you eat away on a time in the evening. So you want to, like, first determine what are my boundaries? And secondly, see how they work for you. I mean, you could say, yeah, I can work 12 hours a day. But then you see you work like until two hours before you go to sleep and you can't really disconnect either. So that's not really helpful. You need to find your own daily rhythm. I can't tell you what it specifically is, but what I can tell you, anything that more than eight, nine hours at work is probably a waste of your time. Many people fool themselves into believing that spending more time at work is more productive. It's not. Instead of maximizing the quantity of time you spend, try to maximize the quality of time you spend at work. Second key idea, if you want to schedule time off, it needs to be in the calendar. So you say, okay, this is when I end work and then it's my free time. And that's a block. I, what I do at the beginning of a year, I schedule all of my vacation. That's the first thing I do. I don't schedule my projects, I don't schedule my goals, I schedule my vacations. And it is so vitally important because work can never end. There's always more things to do. So you need to put a stop onto work at times. This is so crucial. So determine, when are you going to go on vacation? Which days are you going to take off? For me, it's a weekend. Saturday and Sunday is off. I don't work on those days, ever. That's in the calendar. I also schedule time every day away from work. Like I told you, I end work at 3.30 p.m. Afterwards, I don't work. So I have around five hours, five and a half hours of just relaxation. Time with my family, time for myself, time to renew, time to recharge. I have that every day. And that's why I have such an annoying energy. Because I take care of myself superbly. And I need to because I have two children. That's not always easy. Life has all these obligations. So you need to take care of yourself superbly. Third key idea. Stop seeing recovery or free time as a waste of your time. It's not unproductive. It is super productive. 
So stop seeing it as something that is a waste of your time. Fourth key idea, at the end of your workday, you want to write down the things that you need to do the next day because that gets it out of your head and onto paper, which means you can't stop thinking about it. And that is so huge. So just write down at the end of your workday, okay, what do I want to do the next day? What are the three major priorities as well as what are the few major to-dos I need to do the next day? And again, when you put it onto paper, you stop thinking about it. You freed yourself of these obligations because you know they're not going to get done today anyways. And the next day when you're at work, you see them again. That gives you so much freedom. The fifth key element to disconnect from work at home is simply this. It's a concept called one space, one use. Have you ever worked in your bed or ate in your bed or whatnot? than different things than having sex and slept in your bed? I'm sure you have. But if you do, you'll mix the energy of that space. So what happens is it's 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 11 p.m., it's time to go to bed, but your brain is confused. It doesn't know, am I here to sleep? Am I here to eat? Am I here to work? And because of that, you can't fall asleep. So you want to have one single purpose for each space that you're in. So in your workspace, be there to work. Eat your lunch somewhere else. Have your bed just dedicated for those two purposes, sex and sleep. And that's going to do so much for your well-being as well as your ability to just relax. I used to watch movies in my bed. Then I learned about this concept. And what I did is I bought myself a couch, put it into my, and now I'm watching movies there. So I have a space to relax, watch movies, read books and whatnot, and then a different space to sleep. And it made such a huge difference because the energy of a space is contagious and there's a memory to it. Your brain remembers what you did in a certain space. So sit, give yourself the gift of having a dedicated space to relax, to work, to sleep, to eat. That's super important. Then two last key idea. Number one, you need to transition well. The time in between going from work to going home or going into your free time, that is your time to wind down. So maybe you say, okay, when I'm on my commute home, that's my time to really calm myself down, to get into a certain energy, a certain groove, so that I have the right energy when I'm at home. This is your preparation time. I mean, when you're at work, you're focused, you're disciplined, you're driven, ambitious, but that's not often the energy that you want to have at home while you're being with your kids or your partner. You want to be more empathetic, more open, more fun, more present. So have a trigger. Maybe it's your commute. Maybe it's when you walk through your door at home. But have a trigger that reminds you, okay, this is a different energy now. A different me should show up now. And that is so vitally important. So often we bring the old energy, the focused, disciplined, ambitious energy into our free time. 
You want to have a transition trigger that allows you to leave work at work. And on that point, when you come home, I recommend either you put your like work phone in a specific basket, put it in airplane mode, or you leave it in your car. So there's no temptation to go back and check emails, check messages, or answer phone calls. Leave work at work. Just give yourself that gift. Leave work at work. And then the last key idea I have for you is you want to celebrate your wins. I mean, let me know if this is true for you, but do you sometimes feel guilty at the end of the day when you're taking time off? Do you feel like you could have done more? You could have achieved more, you could have moved forward more smoothly, more powerfully. I sometimes do. But what I need to remind myself of, I made good progress. Oftentimes we discount our own progress and as a result, we feel like we should do more. So at the end of the workday, simply write down five wins you've had that day. They don't need to be huge, but you want to write them down, you want to celebrate them. And that gives you more confidence, more motivation for tomorrow, as well as more satisfaction for what you were able to do. And this is so huge. I'm Yannick Matz, I'm a productivity coach. And if you like to learn more about how to increase your energy as well as your productivity and well-being, then make sure to subscribe to the channel down below. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of my future videos. And then live fully, live openly, and be the leader of your life.